You're listening to the Mind Your Own Dog Business Podcast. I'm your host, leading expert in dog business strategist, Kristen Lee. Guys, get ready for your journey, your journey to cutting edge marketing and sales, creating a standout kick-ass dog business brand, along with mastering your mindset that's going to smash all this glass ceilings that have been holding you back and catapult your dog business to the next level with actionable steps you can take right away. We're going to empower you. We're going to grow you as you step into your authentic self, not only as a dog trainer, dog walker, or whatever slice of the pet industry you find yourself in, but as that badass entrepreneur. My mission is to disrupt the current norm, cut through the noise, cut through the bullshit, and empower the incredible women of the dog business industry to step into the spotlight, reclaim control, and transform not only their businesses, but their lives. It's real, it's raw, it's uncensored, and it's what this dog business industry needs. Let's do this, guys. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of the Mind Your Own Motherfucking Dog Biz Podcast, the pet dog industry podcast that keeps it real, that keeps it raw. And it keeps it fresh for all of you amazing, amazing business owners that are in the business of those incredible four-legged, sometimes two-legged, sometimes three-legged, sometimes one-legged dogs. Fuck yeah. I'm super excited. I'm excited that you're here to join me. And funny story before we get kicked off, a little personal antidote. Before I hit the record button, I was doing some vocal exercises to get my tone going, get my get my pitch going. Like not pitch, I'm not pitching you guys anything right now. Ha ha ha. But just to get my voice all acclimated so I can deliver really good content to you. And I was doing this one exercise I just taught in our Dog Business Without Borders program in the art of speaking and the art of communication skills. My husband walks in and I'm like I'm like repeating the intro, like the intro to the this podcast. <laughs> and he walks in and he just like looks at me because I had a pen in my mouth. I'm dancing when the beat drops and he just opens the door and he just slowly backs out like that Homer gif you see. Anyway, hilarious. Had to be there, I guess. Who cares? Whatever. It's just amazing. So last week, before we get kicked off, I announced that we were gearing up to start the Grassroots Dog Biz School Hot Seat Series where dog biz owners like yourself could request like 10 minutes, 15 minutes of laser focused strategy sessions with one of our coaches. And I got to tell you something, guys, guys fucking sold us out already. And this is even free. This is free stuff here. We don't even have a web page up. And all of my listeners, all of you guys, a good chunk of you gobbled up all the spots until freaking mid-November. My poor operations assistant was like, oh, we don't even have a web page or a form for them to fill out yet. <laughs> so what did we do? We improvised, we pivot, as grassroots known is to pivot all the time. And we just brought on an additional coach who I am super stoked to have on here one day on a podcast. We're going to be introducing her officially to the world. Our students already know who she is. 
incredible, incredible, strong, powerful dog trainer on the West Coast in SoCal, not Mahogany. Mahogany's with us, been with us for about a month now, but I'm super excited to bring her in and she's going to be helping us with those laser coaching sessions and working exclusively with our dog with school students. Ah, exciting stuff. All right, I want to get right into this episode. It's going to be another meaty one, guys. You know I like to give you the meaty the meaty bits and whatnot. We're going to talk about do this and not do that, or don't do that and do this in your copywriting. Say what? All right, what is copywriting? You might have heard it. You might have heard it. I think you guys are getting used to the term copy, copywriting, content development, content strategy, blah, 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 blah. Copywriting is legit such a fancy pants word for, well, words. Copywriting consists of words, whether you write them on any platform, including your website, including Facebook, all different social medias, anything like that. Or if you're even doing a podcast, copy can be spoken words. It could be copy in your video marketing if you're doing that. So what copywriting essentially the purpose of it is to get people to take action after reading these words or hearing them. Simple story. But by now, by now, if you guys have been listening to me for a while, I've been really, really honing in on the fact that your content needs to be super creative and needs to be decent. It can't be basic bitch. But you guys know how important it is to write decent content for wherever you're at. If you don't, I'm going to break it down super quick. Like I said, some of you guys have been listening to me for a while. If this is your new one, hello, your first new episode that you're listening to or the first time you're listening to this, hello, welcome in. I don't bite. Some people say I do. Just welcome in. I'm going to break it down really quick. Okay? I got you. I got you. I got you. I'm going to tell you why copywriting is important. When you write copy that's done correctly, it immediately immediately makes a powerful connection to your prospective dog owning client. It takes them, the copywriting is this bridge. It takes them from looking for a solution to taking action. Even if they're just tire kicking, even if they're not ready to invest yet, even if they're just shopping around. When you capitalize on the power of copywriting, It allows you to stand out from every other single pro out there. Now, there's been some really bad copy advice, and there's been some really good ones out there now. But I got to ask you guys a super quick question around the content on your websites. Can you you answer me a question? Was there like a secret meeting you guys all had that makes you sound the same? Seriously? Like, stop. 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 Don't worry about what's their faces writing on their website or their social media or whatever. Stop. Stop. We're going to, we're going to, I'm going to help you out. I got you. I got you. Your words though can build massive, massive amounts of value to your prospective dog winning clients. Now here's the deal. Here's the deal. This is something I want you guys to really Like bookmark this, screenshot this time so you can come back to it so I can spank you over and over again. You don't build value on giving your shit away for free. Even in your copywriting, even in your content, even in your marketing or whatnot. Copywriting allows you to build value on making that connection to your ideal client. 
Now, I'm going to stop you right now because I know where your brain's going. You amazing dog professional. I know where you're going. I've been in this for a while. You're starting to think, oh my God, I'm not creative. I'm not a writer. I don't have an education in creative writing or I have, it's been since high school since I took a creative writing class. Creativity helps. It does give you slightly an edge. But what's really fucking cool about the content and the copyright that I'm going to teach you today is a skill. It literally is a skill. So I'll give you guys a good example. My business partner, the head of grassroots, she hates writing. She hates it. It's not a skill that comes naturally to her. But when she sits down, when I give her the principles of something that she needs to communicate through written word or for copy word, love you, Maggie, I'm throwing you under the bus right now. She can actually start to redevelop those muscles, those copywriting skills and start to put out really powerful messaging. Okay. So any of you guys can do it. A book that I actually like, and I recommend all of our grassroots students to get if they're struggling with writer's block or if they're not feeling creative or whatnot is, I believe it's by Julia Cameron. I might be messed up on the, on the author's name, but it's called The Artist's Way. It's a fantastic book. It's really good. It helps you start to get creative processes and starts to prompt you and whatever. All that woo-woo, fun, blah, 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 feel good stuff. It helps the creative process. But I've also seen some really, really excellent technical dog trainers turn into being amazing writers with just a couple with a couple of switch. Here's the thing, guys. When you think about copywriting, when you sit down to write a piece of content, whether it's on your website, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram or even fucking TikTok, you have to remember your reader, the person that is consuming this content is like a puppet. And with written words or spoken words, you're pulling the strings. You're able to pull the strings with copywriting. Now, I'm not saying people are fucking puppets. Absolutely not. But they're putting their eyes on your content, on your website, on your Facebook, on your Instagram, on your Google Plus. I don't even know if Google Plus even has pages or on this or whatnot, wherever the fuck else you're listed for a specific reason. It is your job to take them on that journey through your copywriting. Now, of course, we're going to cover what not to do first, and then I'm going to give you solutions of what to do. And I just want to put a disclaimer, always putting a disclaimer out there. If you're doing any of the not to do's that I call out, I am not specifically going onto every single one of my listeners' websites and calling everybody out. I'm not. This is just something I see from a really high level perspective that is industry trends. I have a lot of people I work with and I see this and this is just a compilation of everything out there. It happens to the best of us guys. We're not perfect writers. I'm not calling you out. I'm not judging you. I'm not judging you. I think you guys are all amazing peeps. Just a couple fine tuning and you guys are going to be good to go. So I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it raw as promised. Now, the first thing to not do in your copywriting. Now, again, copywriting, spoken, written, anywhere else. It can be on your website. It can be anywhere else. So all these things I'm going through, guys, you want to take them in account for all the different platforms you show up as a business owner on, where people are going to put their eyes on stuff. Even your fucking business cards too. That should, I mean, like, I'm not a big fan of business cards. Like, I think they're cool and stuff. 
I'm, you know, be careful. This shit, this makes, this makes a big deal. All right. First thing, first thing, avoid the questions. They're repetitive questions. Are you struggling with your dog? Do you work all day and need somebody to walk, hike, and walk your and train your dog? Do you get pulled by your dog? Does your dog jump on others? Does your dog not listen? Does your dog not stay? Does your dog run away? Does your dog not come? Immediately, hard stop on these questions to your reader or listener. When using those listed out questions, guys, you start to sound like a TV lawyer. Like, I love me some uh, blah, blah, blah. Anybody from uh, Arrested Development, anybody who watches Arrested Development knows what blah, 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 blah is. But you start to sound kind of like just repetitive. It's it's one of those things that a lot of people unconsciously start to default to. It's like, okay, so what's the problem with our, our dog owners? They need these things. Okay, I'm just going to ask the questions because it's just the easiest thing I can think of. And maybe I've read her book. Obviously, these are legitimate concerns that people are reaching out to you. That's why they're looking for a pet dog-related professional or a pet-related professional. They're struggling in some way. It could be one one or all these things. But you don't want to sound like an ad. You sound like an ad there. You sound cheap. You sound like you're just listening off problems. You are not speaking directly to the one person. You're just like, okay, check, 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 check. And when you have your content and design, even if you do a fucking ad, God, don't want to sound like an ad, guys. Ads are just that. Ads are just that. And our dog owning audience out there, the dog owners that are fucking spending money, looking for solutions, looking for creative solutions, have so much advertisement fatigue right now. It's just incredible. And it's like, just when you write something out like this, it just sounds like, give me your money, bitches. That's all it sounds like. Okay. So hard stop on that. Instead of doing the list of questions, do this. Okay. Ready? 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 Okay, cool. Understand who is researching you and hone in on that prospective client. What is the real, real reason they're looking for help? Yes, the dog might be being an asshole. Yes, the dog might be peeing in the house because it's left alone all day. Yes, they might work long hours if they're backing the, back in the office. But chances are, like 98% of the time, there is a catalyst behind it. It's a manifestation. It is the driver to the solution. They're looking for the problem. It goes deep, guys. It goes to the point of where it's like, okay, if we're sitting here and somebody's reaching out to you because the dog's pulling, how can we dig a little bit deeper into that person's psyche? That's psychographic. Okay. What what are they exhibiting? Like what is happening with them at a person personal level? What is happening with a relationship level? What are the some of the things they're telling themselves? What are some of the things they're telling their family members? What are some of the things they are fucking guilty of? Like they feel like a shitty person over. Now you're not gonna you never ever ever beat up your audience. I beat you guys up because I love you with love taps. It's love taps. You don't make people feel like shit. If I ever made you feel like shit, it's not intentional, guys. Smack me upside the head because I do love you. This is why I do this. So I do this for you guys. But why are they, why are they looking for somebody? Like what is the determining driving factor that they need your help? Okay. Are they seeking pain relief from their problems or are they looking for pleasure? Are they looking for grandioseness? 
are they looking to have that next level of elevation of self-actualization in their life? I mean, that sounds kind of fucking weird, but it's true. So have an expert, expert level of knowledge to your core audience. Understand who your core core audience is. If you guys need help on that, go back and listen to some of, uh, some of my other podcasts. I think there's one called The Power of Niche, like the freedom of a niche or whatever the fuck I talked about like last year. Have a deep understanding. Tell them the stories in your copywriting that they're not telling themselves or the stories they're not admitting to themselves. I want you to get into their heads. Again, we're not beating them up mentally of what's going on with their dog, but we are there. We are telling the story they don't want to tell themselves. We are letting them know that there is relief out there, that they don't have to take on these problems by themselves. Break down your reader or your listener's guard with an unexpected approach. Every story out there, every story that they're telling themselves, that you're telling them through your copywriting has different angles, okay? Everybody has different angles to approach. Your job as an entrepreneur, as a dog professional, whether you're a dog trainer, pet sitter, pack hiker, pack walker, or whatever else you do, a dog groomer, a cat groomer, yes, there's cat groomers out there, shout out to Lynn, is to find the one, to find the one story that resonates what they need, they desire, and they want. Help your audience help themselves. Help your audience self-identify. Because if sometimes when people don't have problems and they don't want to tell themselves the truth, sometimes you need to, you kind of got to tap them and let them know. It's like, okay, I, I see you dog owner. I see you busy pet mom or fur baby mom that works her ass off in the office and you feel like you're failing your dog or you, you feel guilty that your dog's not being able to go out all day. So help your audience self-identify, get in their heads, guys, and tell them the stories they're not telling themselves. The next don't do this. Huge one. I can pretty much guarantee most of you guys are doing this. It's okay though. I'm here. I'm here. That's why I'm here. Lay out all your program services and offers on the table. Okay. Usually we see this on websites. You're probably like, oh my God, she's fucking crazy. Kristen's fucking crazy. (laughs) It's true. I am a little crazy. Here's the thing, guys. When you lay out all your programs, all your services, and all your offers on the table with every single little motherfucking detail in there, you end up being like a restaurant menu. And I know you guys aren't the motherfucking McDonald's or the Wendy's or even the (laughs) Chick-fil-A of the dog industry where people can come and pick and choose. I need you to get into the mindset of you're the expert out there. You are the professional and you make a choice as a professional to prescribe what they need for a reason they're reaching out. Now, I know I have some pretty badass uh, pet sitters that are listening in here too. Love you guys. Love you. This goes for you guys as well. Yeah, some people might need you to go scoop their cat's poop when they go away for 15 minutes. People are usually going to default to the cheapest and shortest thing. Why not connect with them on how important it is that the cat gets stimulation and why it's health, why it's important that somebody needs to come in every day to, you know, make sure their cat's exercise and the health of the cat is in the fucking urine and that you're trained and whatnot. It's huge. It's fucking huge. Like I, if somebody was like, if I was looking for a pet sitter, I have an amazing pet sitter for my cat rave. And somebody was, and I was searching for a new one. And somebody was like, during our, our shorter visits, we make sure that your cat's stimulated mentally. We bring out the hunter and 
we make sure he's eating and the proper nutrition and whatnot. So go, go into your expert level, stand into that. So if you struggle to, this is a big one, guys, when I see everybody laying out their programs or services, the prices and the offers on the table in their website, if you struggle with your pricing and your value in sales, this might be a big one. So pay attention to this, guys. Pay attention. Yes, you should have transparency of how you operate and what you do, but we don't want to lay it on the table where people can just go into order-taking territory. When you have order-taking territory in your dog business or your pet business, you literally have a lack of control. I mean, yes, I know it doesn't seem like that, but I can promise you when it's time to make adjustments and changes and evolution or revolution in your business, you're going to struggle with this big time. So what to do instead, okay? Make sure you have call to actions peppered into your content and your services and whatnot. Invite people to take action. Invite that connection versus sign up and buy naturally have a sales process that goes along with it. Now, if you go on the grassroots website, we have our programs listed slightly, I think. We're transparent, but we're not for everybody. And you need to take action to connect with somebody to see if you're going to be a good fit or not. When you just have everything laid out and a button to connect with you and just kind of like a unpersonalized process, you don't know who the fuck's coming into your door. Yeah, you could do your meet and greet or your consult or whatnot or get on the phone with them. But when you allow people just to buy their way into your services, that's where we have some information and some quality control issues going on, guys. Okay. You can have a general summary of the types of services and who they are for. But when you just have them listed out with all the features versus speaking to them with the benefits, you miss out on the critical element of connection and understanding what the dog owner wants and what your recommendation is of what they actually need as that professional. Again, show, don't tell. Okay. The next don't do this. Okay, I'm going to ruffle some feathers here. Sound like a dog professional. Use terminology, jargon, etc. Big words. Words that you picked up in your education and through your continuing education credits and workshops and seminars and schooling and education, all that type of stuff. I said education twice and I don't give a fuck. Listen, I love, we love and we honor and we understand that you have an incredible wealth of knowledge and you are probably more educated on dog behavior and learning theory and everything else and real life dog training and whatnot. But leave those terms to your peers. We just finished wrapping up a VIP uh, accelerator program with an incredible dog trainer over in, I believe it's Palm Springs. Incredible dog trainer. And I look at it from a dog owner perspective. I'm like, oh my God, I'd be so intimidating. No, she's not in Palm Springs. She's in Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. Apologize. Think about somebody else. And if you, and she, I mean, like she's fucking educated. She's got like dog Disneyland. She's an incredible person. She's got a great team. Lovely, 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 beautiful person. Love her. Shout out to her. Shout out to you. I'm not going to name your name because of course, privacy. And we are finally wrapping up. We were in our last part of the accelerator program. And I went to her website and we were going through it. I'm like, 
you are literally talking all these words, alphabet soups to people, and you are probably turning off your niche client. So avoid using huge words like punitive and whatever and all those crazy stuff. All all the things that don't matter to a dog owner who's seeking a solution. Go back. Again, why are people reaching out to you? Are they using those terms or whatnot? And avoid, so I'm going to ruffle your feathers. Okay. I'll tickle you though. I'll tickle. I'll tickle. Avoid dragging your prospective clients into dog training politics too. Okay. Mic drop here. I'm not just talking about one side of the fence. I'm talking about both sides of the fence here. I'm staring at you, dog traders. I love you. I love that you're honey badgers. I love the passion. But when we heavily focus on the politics and the jargon and the big words and the education and everything like that versus the client's view of their problem of what they want, what they need, why they're coming to you, it can be confusing as fuck, can be intimidating, and it can be overwhelming to a dog owner who's looking for help or maybe just looking for somebody to walk their dog during the day. And what happens is when we heavily focus on a lot of jumble and jargon and tone and turn and like whatever, it makes your words fall flat. There's no flair to them. There's no immediate connection. Now, again, don't take, don't, don't twist my words. I'm not saying go and like disregard everything you have because everything you do have education and, you know, the way you train is super important to be transparent. Again, just like your services, but don't make that the center attention and the focus of your copywriting, your content. Okay. My dog was school 2.0 peeps learn this the hard way. I spanked them pretty good on this. And they were like, oh my God. And they're incredible, incredible dog trainers. Okay. What to do instead? Well, remember that making that connection to your ideal client. You remember that? Speak the words you can hear them talking about. So there's this exercise I like everybody to do, especially when they first come to grassroots, uh, when they try to find their niche. I'm going to give you guys free bit of little freebie stuff here. Close your eyes. Okay. And picture your most ideal niche client. Go through all the the niche stuff and other podcast episodes, but sit here and think, what words do they use? What words do they use? How do they describe their dog? What issues, the amazing things about their dogs? Because here's the thing too, consumers are shifting from more of a a problem and solution to actually more uh, creative and lifestyle with their dog. But what are some of the things they say about their pups when they talk to other people? Like, what are the words they're using? What other words are they using in their life? Not even with dogs. Like, for example, if you're into like people that are like very new age and hippie and woo woo, like they might use the word abundance or whatnot. They might use the word bougie if they're extra like me or whatnot. When you tap into those words that give tone and depth to your reader and their experiences and expectation, that's where the magic gravy is, guys. Now, this is something that a lot of people don't tell you, and I'm going to be very honest and transparent. When you switch your copywriting over to a little bit more of a content piece, speaking to specifically one person and one person in mind, one thing's going to happen. You're going to get dramatically less 
I mean, actually, it might not happen, but it might, it might still. But I like to be transparent. You know that. You might not get as many people coming into you. But the flip side of that, my loves, the thing I love the most about that is the people that connect with you are going to be ready to buy. They're going to be more of your ideal client and they're going to be a higher lifetime value. So again, quality versus quantity when it comes to your copywriting. And my last tip, it's not a do this or do that thing. My last tip I want you all to absorb right now is be authentically you. Be authentically you. Let your freak flag fly if you got a freak flag. Write without inhibition. Fuck what other people think. God damn it. If I learn this lesson, like even Jesus, I've been doing this podcast for going on over a year, almost two years at this point. And before I had badass dog pros and before I, you might not even think about it, but if you go back to listen to my other episodes, I am uptight as fuck. Jesus Christ. I'm like rubbing my eyes thinking about it. And I didn't stand into my authority because it would piss some people off. Frick, the beginning of my episode always pisses some people off. It's totally cool. But when you start to step into your authenticity, you naturally gain authority. Don't worry about ABC Dog Trainer down the street looking at your content. Don't worry if a polarizing message or if you're going to draw a, lot, a line in the stand, sand. Be polarizing. Be connective. Remember, it's quality versus quantity. If you're a pop culture freak, if you love specific shows, if you love specific memes or whatnot, if you are a humorous person in life, like some gag reel stuff or whatnot, fuck the being the professional shit. God, God, I can't tell you how many times people are like, they, I'm going to rant really quick and then I'm going to wrap this up. Being quote unquote professional in the industry is an overall systemic thing of where we're repressing people's authenticity. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. But if you are a humorous person, if you like dark humor, incorporate that. Because chances are when you meet somebody that's like you, that's like your freaking match, your ideal client, you can be you. And when you're able to be you with your clients, that's where that deeper level connection happens. That's where the higher ticket sales, that's where your lifetime value of that client goes up. That's where you feel free and in control of your business. That's where you actually have an incredible business that's not going to burn you out. That's not going to be a house of cards that falls over one thing. You're going to have sustainability. Now, again, you don't, if you're kind of a flatter person, you know, if you're more of a scientific person, awesome, amazing. My husband's like that. He's like that. He's also a freaking geek because he loves, uh, what does he love? I always, I always joke with him, then I always mess up. Uh, he's a huge uh, Marvel fan, so I'm always like, oh, that's when's Batman coming to Marvel? It pisses him off. But he uses that stuff when he makes those connections in his content through dog training stuff and like the walking or whatever he used to do. People get connected with you. So if you have that, if you have that scientific geek or uh, that lab rat type thing, add that into your brand and add that into your messaging, add that in your copywriting. Okay. But again, break it down for the average dog owner. All right, guys. And my final, my final tip of the day is have fun with this. Just have fun with it. Experiment, be willing to experiment. 
don't be married to it. Because the thing is, markets are going to shift like they've been shifting all 2020. We don't know where the fuck this is going. We don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks, even at this point in the States here. But have fun with it. Shift it. Don't be married to it. If you're more of like, oh my God, I'm a little bit more uptight than you, Kristen, that's fine. But write it in your voice. Make that connection. Know who you're talking to. Don't be too scientific and jargon-based. And have calls to action so people can take action so you can have an incredible, incredible dog business that makes you money, that's profitable, and it gives you life, and it makes you happy. And if you are making money, and you're profitable, and you're happy, my job is done. All right, guys, take care. Sending you all love, and we'll chat soon. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to another badass episode of Mind Your Own Dog Business. If you haven't already subscribed, what are you waiting for? Oh my God, go and subscribe now so you don't miss out on any of our content-packed dog business jam sessions plus special offers that I'm gonna only be sharing with my amazing dog business entrepreneurial podcast listeners. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a five-star kick-ass review so more amazing dog business owners just like yourself can find us and start to transform and disrupt their businesses and their lives unapologetically. And if you feel so inclined, feel free to tag me on Instagram with a screenshot of this episode and holler at your girl. I'm at dogwalkercoach. You can find me, dogwalkercoach, and I'll pop up and I'll give you a special shout out. All right, guys, till next time. Bye.